what do the players have to say about it? And that's a question that I don't think there's been enough answers for when it comes to this decision that we heard about from the NHL to say, you know what, next season, no more of these specialty jerseys, jerseys in practice, no more of them, you know, being worn by players and then auctioned off and many of them for great, great causes. That's just not going to happen. They ran into too much trouble with some of the Pride Night jerseys that they had last year. Some of the players, few of the players uh, in the league overall didn't want to wear them. Teams found it too difficult to deal with. Hence, none of them are going to be worn now. And great causes we're talking about here, right? Whether it was Hockey Fights Cancer, uh, whether it was for uh, Diwali, whether it was Chinese New Year, whether it was for, you know, LGBTQ plus communities. There were all sorts of great reasons. So the NHL made that decision. But I do wonder, what about some of the players who might want to still do this? Well, joining us now to talk about the reaction to all this is Jeff Patterson, host of the Rink-Wide Vancouver podcast and contributor with Sakaris and Price. Jeff, thanks for being here. Hi, Timmy. What have you heard about the reaction to this among the players? Yeah, we really haven't heard an awful lot. Obviously, it's off-season and the players are scattered, but the hockey world coming together for the NHL draft in Nashville. And in fact, the NHL annual award show is tonight in Nashville. And so I would think that this would be the first access that a lot of media members would have to uh, some of the star players in the National Hockey League. And Conor McDavid is likely to win the Hart Trophy, so he'll be on hand and others. And so I would think, rather than the usual off-season questions about uh, team building and next year and those types of things, that these are the questions that some of the players will be asked. So uh, I had seen a little bit of reaction on social media. Uh, You have to remember, I mean, essentially this decision was made by the commissioner and the governors on Thursday uh, to cave to the wishes and demands of, what, eight or ten players that refused to wear the Pride jersey last year so. I think the majority of the players embrace the opportunity to welcome all communities and some of the underserved. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think players, some of them want to take a stance and some of them want to use their platform to uh, amplify voices and those types of things. So I think overwhelmingly you're going to find when we hear from players that many of them are going to be disappointed like uh, so many of the fans were when uh, this news came out on Thursday. Right, but Jeff, I guess the question is, will they actually say something about it? And do they have the ability to do that? Uh, I mean, <laughs> until the question is asked, I guess uh, we won't know. So I, like, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't predict what uh, individual players are going to say, but I do know that the question certainly will be put to these players. And I think some of them now, I mean, we saw in the bubble when the players uh, basically put the playoffs on hold to take a stance for Black Lives Matter. I think more than ever, uh, young players are more in tune with social causes. I think some of them feel that they've got a voice now. So I would expect that, yeah, I mean, look, it's a group of 700 full-time and 1,000 over the course of a season that play in the National Hockey League. So, you know, it's not going to be unanimous. But I would think that uh, there are some and some that have significant uh, profiles around the hockey world that are at least in my hoping that some of those uh, will recognize their place in this discussion and will step forward and, and push back. Now, uh, is it going to have any impact? I mean, I think the decision has been made, but they don't play games until the fall, so there is still some time, I suppose. And just to clarify uh, with your intro, Simi, this is for the warm-ups prior to the game only. Uh, I still think teams are going to produce these jerseys. I think some of them will wear them in practices, and then players can autograph them and auction them off. So this is the league saying no to the 20-minute warm-up ahead of puck drop on a given game day. And that's all that's been instituted for next season at this point. So just a 
uh, okay. a slight clarification there. Okay, so then they can still like on during practice wear these jerseys if a team chooses to do that. Yeah, that's my understanding, and I hope that most of these teams will take the, that opportunity. Like the Canucks have been leaders in this regard here in Vancouver, and have done some incredible work. Uh, again, amplifying voices of marginalized communities, and uh, you know, sort of forgotten in all of this is the artists that have done the oh, work. Yeah. And there have been some really inspired and beautiful pieces. I've bought some taken, stuff. Like I've bought some you know, of this and, stuff. And you're not alone. And so I, I feel for the artists because think about the platform there to mix art with hockey. I mean, two things that generally don't go together, but it's a way for some of these artists to to be exposed to a totally different audience. And, you know, like I cover the Canucks. I do it for a living. Uh, 41 game nights a year, 41 home games. Uh, there's a lot of similarity. And so I'll tell you that like, I enjoy, I look forward to it. I mean, these special nights have become part of the, the, uh, a fixture on the Canucks calendar. And so it just, it, you know, it breaks up, it introduces color. Uh, you know, so I, I hope that the Canucks recognize their place in all of this as a club team, that they can still give the artists the platform, that they can still, you know, produce these jerseys. They won't be able to wear them prior to a game, but there's nothing that says they can't have the players that want to wear them the day before take pictures, uh, again, autograph, yeah. auction them, raise money. So I, I do hope that the 32 member teams, uh, you know, if they're going to respect the league's ruling on the warm up, I think there are ways around it that they can still carry on and do these nights as well. The theme nights can still go ahead. The commissioner said that. It was just, in his words, a distraction, which, uh, again, I thought was a a brutal representation of the whole issue here. It really was, because there is something special about seeing the players actually in these jerseys, playing the game of hockey or practicing, warming up, whatever, uh, especially for kids, right? To see all the different things, all the different causes, all the different reasons that players have to do this. And I seem to remember too, Jeff, that when it came to even Pride Night for the Vancouver Canucks, a lot of the players were very vocal about saying, I support this. Right, and big names, Quinn Hughes, J.T. Miller, others that stepped up and they said like they, they wanted to be a part of it. And I said, so that's why I hope the teams don't take that away from the ones that, you know, here in Vancouver was Andre Kuzmenko, but uh, that meant that 19 others wore the warm-up jersey. And again, it's 20 minutes uh, prior to a hockey game, and the National Hockey League would rather just run from the issue and bury its head in the sand. And we've seen that before. You know, the league loves to trumpet this idea that hockey's for everyone, and then you get a decision like Thursday, and you have to question whether hockey truly is for everyone. And, you know, there are people out there that would say, like, what's the big deal? It's just a warm-up jersey. And I would counter with, what's the big deal? It's just a warm-up jersey. Wear it. Right. You know, spread the message. Exactly. Of, spread a message of positivity and inclusivity and all those types of things. Because you're right. Some of these groups, whether it is Pride Night or you know, the Diwali jerseys or Lunar New Year or, you know, indigenous groups, on and on and on. Uh, This is an opportunity for groups that maybe don't feel that they're seen and heard and recognized by the National Hockey League. And so, yeah, whether it's a family or young kids that, you know, this it gives them at least one night a year where they think, no, like the NHL gets it. Like they're they're speaking to me. I'm wanted in the building. And I think that was the message again. This is just a warm-up jersey, but really the warm-up jersey had become symbolic of the night itself. And to the ones, the eight or the ten players out there, you know, to me, this is all about inclusivity. Like, do you believe in inclusivity? Do you believe in human rights and all those types of things? If you don't, then you're the problem, plain and simple. 
and too many of them use religion to, you know, as a shield and hide behind. Again, like they play in the games. Like th- this is the crazy thing in all this is that these players that objected to wearing a warm-up jersey with a rainbow on it, they still play in the game on a designated Pride Night. So what's the problem with pulling on a jersey for 20 minutes that sends a message of love and compassion and everything else? I have no idea. And you know what? I'll be looking to see how these questions get answered tonight as well. So, Jeff, thanks so much for your time. All right, Timmy, thanks. Appreciate that. Jeff Patterson, host of the Rinkwide Vancouver podcast and contributor with Sakaris and Price NHL Awards. Lots of questions that are going to be asked of the players, and we'll see, I guess, what some of those answers are.